Welcome, welcome to the show. It's time for a sipping tea with Joey and Marie. It's on, it's on. It's another day full of endless possibilities. We are starting the week fresh with a brand new episode, episode nine of yes. season two. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Season two, episode nine, just an episode away from episode ten. Yeah, and <laughs> today is a special day. Why is it a special day? Um, because I've been keeping up with my diet. I've been doing pretty good. I, I, obviously, I got one cheat day that I, I give myself. As a guy, I witnessed it. Yeah, because I cannot control myself yes. this well mm-hmm. g- just yet. But I've been uh, cutting out breads. I've been cutting out uh, sweets. And uh, I've actually not had one sip of alcohol. So, That's cool. So that right there, uh, I'm pretty proud of that part. Yeah. <laughs> especially when the weekends come, especially like Labor Day, like yeah. Labor Day weekend, you'd think I would have been like, party. But no. Nope, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't do it. I held on strong. It's nice, though, because like now that summer's ending, fall, like I don't feel like, like fall is just really just chillax. Yeah, it's more like drinking wine. hot cocoa, coffee. Well, Even, I'm, I'm not a wine guy. I'm not a wino. No, no, not me either. Like, <laughs> I mean, like a Moscato, like I'll drink Moscato. Moscato. But like full on red mm. or like mm. white wine, I'm like, that is kind of nasty. When you drink wine, do you put your thing up and talk like this? No, no? I just like, I put it in a coffee cup. A coffee cup. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I don't even put it in a wine I'm glass. <laughs> <laughs> like, so ask me if I put my pinky up, I put it in a coffee cup. That's just say enough. <laughs> do you hug the mug like, like you're drinking like a, a cup like, of coffee? <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> I'm outside with 60 degree weather. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm really jealous because I have yet to see Shang-Chi, oh The Legend gosh. of the Ten Rings. I have yet to see it, but you saw it like the very the opening day. Oh, yeah. Like me and my fiance were like, there's no way in heck we're going to wait another week like to go and watch this. Like, And, and, that's, and that's why I love him. That's my love of life because we're both Marvel fanatics. Like we, when it comes to Marvel movies, we're like, we have to watch it the same weekend. Like there's no way. You can, but there's no way you can watch a Marvel movie like a week later without seeing spoilers. I, I've been really holding on strong. And, and not, you know, trying to, you know, get into any of these you yeah. know, uh, posts that are out there. Anything that says Shang-Chi, I just, I just, just ignore it. Just get away from it. I ignore it because I don't want to get any spoilers to this movie. I've been so excited to watch it, especially because we're huge fans of Kim's Convenience. Yes. And Simu Liu was uh, one of the main actors. He's the son, yeah. you know, of... Uh, of Mr. What was his Mr. name? Mr. Kim. Mr. Kim. Yeah, Mr. Kim. <laughs> yeah, Kim's confused. Duh. Duh. Yeah, and the show is so funny. It's in a Canadian comedy, and uh, they run this Kim's, Kim's Convenience. Yeah, you can actually watch all the seasons yeah. now on Netflix. Like they made yeah. it over to the United States. But one thing I was very like super sad was when they they canceled it. Um, and Simon Leo, he even like agreed to, which it makes total sense. Was it was just a lot of the directors not letting them have opportunity to write these episodes because being you know um, they wanted a little bit more creative control. Yeah, because being Asian American and you know in any other country, like you want to showcase that they're more than just working a convenience store. And like but he's Asian Canadian. Yeah, he's Asian Canadian, yeah. and so because he he yeah he he lived in um. He lived in Japan and then he lived in Canada. So like obviously you could hear his Canadian accent. Sorry. Uh, but like no, like when I <laughs> found Asian American. Sorry. Yeah, right. But when I found out that he was in Shang-Chi, like I was so excited because I'm like, man, like that guy from what he said from Kim's convenience as to what they struggled with and to have the opportunity to really showcase and especially a Marvel movie. Like if you're a Marvel movie, like that's like a hundred percent kudos because I can only imagine what it takes to actually be a part of the Marvel universe. Oh yeah. And he actually because they started filming and training back in 2019 so they did this a couple years ago when they were training and 
the fact that like he did all of his martial arts by himself was just like so awesome but a lot of the guys on that movie they did it all by themselves like they didn't have stuff meant to do these oh steps. yeah which is awesome and, and this is honestly why i'm trying to lose weight is mm-hmm. because i'm trying to slim down for this video that i, I can't give you too much yeah, secrets about it secret. but uh <laughs> there is a uh, it deals with a lot of athleticism yes and that's why i'm like you know i, t- I take you know i take inspiration from these guys but you know what's cool about uh simo liu mm-hmm. is that he basically came full circle with yes. this marvel movie how so you want to know how how because when he was younger uh he used to work uh for a like a party company yes and he used to dress up like spider-man uh-huh. and go to these kids parties as spider-man but he was more like a wish.com spider-man because yeah. he said the, the it makes sense were, yeah terrible. i could yeah i could only imagine like <laughs> the kids would beat him up because they knew he was obviously fake but he dressed like spider-man he's like you know what if they would kind of put a little bit of money into the thing uh you know yeah, i'd probably work. get away with yeah, it these kids like, won't want me but apparently they i dressed did. up as spider-man for a birthday party one time <laughs> like i full on put on the costume and like it was like one of my my, my little cousins that he like went up to me He's like, I know it's you. And I'm like, no, you don't. Me trying to act like I'm mad. I was like, no, you don't. You don't know who I am. <laughs> his spidey senses were tingling. Yeah, his spidey senses were tingling. He knew it was fake. It's a fake news. But no, like that dude, like, yeah, he full on circle with that because he even tweeted like back in 2016 to Marvel, like when he was going to be in a Marvel Universe movie. But same as Tom Holland, like Tom Holland did the same thing. Like it was almost like it was an affirmation. Like he, they truly believed they were going to be these characters. Oh, yeah. And they they were these characters exactly like, and that's 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 you gotta you gotta believe in yourself yeah you know and when you believe in yourself so strongly there is nothing you can't accomplish oh yeah well so I, 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 lo- I love i personally love this movie for many things and this is actually avoiding spoilers itself um but for one is the fact that you know like 90 percent of that was asian american actors mm-hmm. and aquafina is hilarious oh my gosh aquafina on there like 100 percent kudos to her because i, I love her uh, nora from I, queens. yeah nora from queens i love <laughs> her so and funny. you know originally i've actually didn't like her to begin with like i didn't same, like her yeah I, I couldn't i thought she was trying so much like you, she was what trying made too hard. me like her is nora from queens mm-hmm. when nora i started watching queens. that show i was like this this girl yeah because when she went crazy with asians i kind of was like because her character was obviously meant to be 10 times hilarious because she was the fun one mm. but I was like even then I was like eh, but Nora from Queens when I watched it so I was good. like man this is funny and then she started in this um, independent film called The Farewell which is based on a true story and it's about this um, this grandma who's dying but she doesn't know she's dying so everyone's spending time with her after I saw that one too I was like man I I love her now like mm. she proved to me and she's an MC prior to the she was an MC, MC. She, with our boy Dumbfounded, Dumbfounded. Like, yeah. and Dumbfounded is on Nora from Queens like that's what's even yeah, a better I part know, I love that. but this movie was just so good and it was so good for many reasons, like just the fact that it really expressed the love for martial arts in this film. I, I just I loved it yes. because I, I think that I'm so excited for this. Yeah, like it's, That's why I'm, I'm tip. I don't know if anybody, if y'all <laughs> noticed that I'm tippy toeing around the actual actual you know, thing. The, like, the, 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 yeah, the plot of the movie because yeah. I want to know nothing. No, but like I, I just think that like the fact that, you know, some of these these actors are able to be in these positions and be in the Marvel Universe. Like it's, it's such a good thing. And like in, even Japan, like it beat titanic box office in japan wow. but it's like because it's the number one movie in the world it's, yeah it's the number one movie in the world in the top three in the marvel universe as of right now but it it's after watching it a hundred percent that's where it deserves to be at like a hundred percent and so after watching this i was just like and it was funny because i got motion seats because i was really excited yeah you went to like but, the 4d right oh uh, well i actually went to 4d for um for free guy oh, and free that guy. one okay, was like right, that right. was freaking crazy i've yeah. never experienced that's a 4d right. experience yeah. but you guys have to experience that because that was a best after doing that the motion season town 
around, they're nothing to me. Like, they're just nothing <laughs> to me. These are nothing. But watching Shang-Chi with it, I didn't even realize I was in emotion sleep because I was so invested in the story. And, like, the, the cinematography, everything was just, it was so gorgeous. And, like, I'm just so glad it's, it's doing as well as it's doing now. Because every single individual who was in that film, they really brought it together, like, so 100%. zero out of ten rings, how many do you, you give it? So, I gave it eight out of ten rings. Okay. Um, And one is just, it's the history. I think they need to expand a little bit on the history mm. of the rings. But on the comic books, like, they do express it later down. So, like, it makes sense why they didn't necessarily okay. expose it so okay. much quickly. Okay, 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 But okay. totally good. But then, like, <laughs> after I watched that, I, yeah, I started watching, like, martial art movies and TV shows after that. And then, like, Gosh, I started I doing, as soon as we got in the movie theater, I was, like, doing the moves to my my fiancé. And he's like, you need to stop. I'm like, come on, let's fight right now. I'm like, I'm, I'm a freaking You know, when I was wind. a kid, I tell you the story. When I was a kid, I used to uh, have friends. Um, they, were, they were Thai kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, they lived right next to me. And yeah. there were some of my, you know, best friends growing up but when we first met they didn't speak english they just spoke, spoke thai yeah but we both loved to watch kung fu theater oh that's the it best. was kung fu theater was on sundays and we'd always watch it and every time we'd watch a movie we'd watch uh, you know whatever the the movie was then we go outside and, and we pick our style yeah and so like i'd have like pre mantis style he'd have like yeah. monkey style and so then we'd fight outside <laughs> you know i, I realized because i was like man like the martial arts is like so beautiful because even keanu reeves like he, you know, he does like martial arts and everything. But oh, Keanu Reeves, yeah. we gotta talk about this. Yes, <laughs> like the fact that, like now that, and it's funny because when I saw the Matrix trailer drop, I thought I it was John Wick. Bumps. Well, I thought it was John Wick for you a second because, like, his hair, oh yeah, like, he his does. John Wick. So, like, obviously, the, the Matrix Wick. movies, like, he had shorter hair. But like when I saw this come out, I was like, whoa, because I thought it was cool. Before they released a full-on trailer, they were releasing different teaser trailers you could select so you can see from different angles and then they kind of meshed it together with the trailer releasing but i was like whoa this could be cool it looks good i honestly i'm gonna tell you i got goosebumps when Mm -hmm. i when i saw the preview the trailer i was like but i've always appreciated the matrix because of the futuristic idea yeah well it's a great storyline yeah it's It's a a great great storyline but even what I think a lot of people feel that we're living in a matrix oh 100 percent. like even watching like it was just really odd because i'm sure when this movie comes out like there's gonna be little things that you're just like that's kind of creepy because it's kind of in a sense happening now but like i just think that with keanu reeves being back i'm like man this is gonna be good one thing i I was bummed though i'm gonna tell you right now and, uh, and may, I think I know you what you're yeah. gonna say, but continue. My man, Loris Fishburne, mm-hmm. Fresh Fishburne, Fishburne, <laughs> Fishbone, <laughs> <laughs> Furious Styles is not in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like somebody else is playing him, playing Morpheus. Which and, he, yeah, he is actually. Um, I don't, I don't remember the guy's name, and I feel so bad, but he's yeah. on Candyman. Yeah, 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 he's on Candyman. Yeah, but it's like I know they said it's done on purpose, mm-hmm. and I, I'm waiting for the explanation. Because I'm hoping but that I, somehow yeah, I'm sure he Lawrence will, Fishburne yeah, I think comes he, back. he will be there. But from what I took it was that's his younger self. Because remind you, like the Matrix is it's different, you know, kind of time time stamps right there. So like it would make sense that his his younger self is telling this. You but know, can we talk about this so real quick? Yeah. Uh, okay. My mind is blown because I swear that either Keanu Reeves has discovered the fountain of youth or oh. the dude is a vampire. I just think that he he chooses what he wants in his life because there's and people then that's what keep, and keeps, keeps him, him happy alive and because keeps him like you young, can really youthful. avoid Hollywood like that I think he's one of the great examples of a Hollywood actor who's really avoids the Hollywood industry for what it is and he just he just does his work and he's like I'm out yeah I'm, and he just I don't does, need to be around I this. mean that, that man is riding in trains he, and he could be riding in a like SUV I want to meet him so bad yeah like everyone he like, seems like such a good dude people run into him like in New York and everything and I'm like 
I was in New York like one day and I was really bummed I didn't meet like one celebrity <laughs> out there. And like the day after I left, all these celebrities, like Jack Harlow came out and stuff. I was like, what? Like, was I just in the wrong area at the wrong time? Like, but yeah, like Keanu Reeves just like, I think he's just a perfect example of he really just avoids the Hollywood industry. Like he wants to live just like any other regular human being. Yeah. So he chooses that because he knows he can do it. Now the like, Matrix, this is what's cool about it. The Matrix is actually going to drop uh, two ways. Mm-hmm. The, there's going to be a theatrical release yes. and the HBO Max. I, we got HBO Max. Yeah, I'm going to watch the HBO one. Like, I, I'm, but see, here's the thing. You're going to watch the HBO Max. I think I'm going to go to the movie theater to watch it because because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the Matrix movies. Yeah. Well, I and, guess, yeah, the Matrix, like with the film like that. I just like, want to see it at the movie theater. Well, the cinematography, too. I think you kind of have to watch it in the bigger screen. Yeah. Like, um, so that makes sense. I, I guess I didn't think about that because I'm like, I've just, I've been so used to now all these movies dropping on HBO that I'm like, I'm not paying a dime. Like manin- Malignant? Yeah, malignant. Oh, like, I'm not even dropping whoa, like a dime movie. on this. Like, and especially if you have larger families, like HBO is the way to go because you're saving the money That's of true. 10 other people. Like, me. like yeah, got, like, you know, like, but like, no, like, I, you I, got think, like a soccer team of yeah, siblings. I think with a movie like that, yeah, you probably should watch it in theater <laughs> to get the full experience. Like, mm-hmm. But on my blog, um, they just released the pictures of this new season coming up in October. Yes, on my blog. At first, I didn't think I was going to like this show. And y'all got me <laughs> to watch it. And then I was like, then I got like really, really into the show. In and then I was kids. like, damn, I'm watching this show with you guys. It's like it's like a teeny like a teeny bopper show. It really is. Like, and now I really love the show. Now I'm like anxiously awaiting. I think they, they developed it really well to really get the attention of a whole family to watch it. That's because true. Because in the very first season, obviously it was very like focused on teens, but then they started developing these adult characters in to incorporate with these kids. So it was a lot more re- relatable for you know o- older that are not just teenagers to really relate to that because. It it was just easier that way. But with the last season, like the way it ended, I thought it was just done. Yeah, so and, did I. You know, Which I, I would have been fine yeah, there. I would have been okay. I, well, I wasn't fully content with, like, Caesar, for example, being yeah. a leader now. Like, I, yeah. did, I did not. <clears throat> I I totally, like, think he could avoid it. But in a sense, with the spoiler last. Spoiler alerts in case you haven't yeah, seen sorry. the show. Like, spoiler alert. I, I didn't mean, like, warn you guys because I'm sure some of you guys haven't seen it. But when I saw that scene, I was like, man, like, that bummed me out. Like, but, like, I was really excited that Spooky, like, got to have a family and, like, have a kid because he was so well-deserving of it. Like, you, and that's why I love so much was like, they really developed Spooky's character. Like, he was just some, like, he was really just a kid who had to grow up way too fast. Mm-hmm. And he had to protect his you know, younger brother because no one could do it for him. But with Caesar kind of taking that road of he wanted to be strictly like he had to do what he had to do to live I was so bummed out with his story like everyone yeah. else I was kind of okay yeah and because everybody was cool everybody had closure mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Caesar but didn't Caesar. have closure and, and that's why it makes sense to make another season yeah to make another one so now that they have this you know they obviously haven't dropped a trailer like it's just these photos but you know from the last season everyone's not friends with each other anymore everyone kind of went on their, old, their whole well it happens trail. when you get older yeah, you, you kind of just and, that, you know, and that's and that's why I kind of liked it too because it just it's more it, it's very it's realistic it's very relatable because relatable, I'm like I've had friends that like I grew up with since like kindergarten and then by high school like we it wasn't like we just choose not to be friends where we just we had different lives and it just wasn't there anymore and so like i think the way they ended it was like that was very realistic because you had these kids like they did some messed up stuff to each other but the fact that they were still friends i was like that baffled my mind like monty like that girl i don't know how y'all were friends with her right (laughs) i would not be friends with her but i'm excited for this season because i'm like man i I do need a little bit more closure to caesar's story because i think he has the potential of not being this gang related member like i think he could just like the other kids succeed but then a few days later i saw that hentified got the release now that's the one i mean i I, obviously i'm excited for my block but i'm way more excited Hentified. Excited for Hentified. Hentified, the very first season, oh. was just 
Yeah, like Chef's Kiss. Like I loved that, it. I that loved was it. the most relatable show. And you know what's awesome is the main character, he actually went to uh, Boise. Yeah. Boise State. So that's so it's just, well, that's, in the That's, that's why you gotta love it. Yeah, that's why you gotta love him more. Like he's supporting Idaho, so you're like, you yeah, gotta yeah. love him. But like that show was 100% relatable. Um, America Ferreira, she's actually one of the writers. I love her. And so she. I'm I, so bummed that they stopped Superstore. Oh, I me love too. Superstore. I love Superstore. But it all comes to an end in like it. It was good the way they ended it. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like it, it wasn't. But, yeah, like, I just, I'm so excited for him to fight. And so, I'm like, I'm so excited for fall in general because colder weather's coming. Yeah. I'm really just going to be home watching shows. Yeah. Like. Hint the fight is the one, though. Is, mm-hmm. That's the one. For Hint one, the fight. You, you know, your your mom and I, we love to create uh, different types of dishes mm-hmm. and different types of foods. We like to, uh, you know, elaborate or, you know, uh, uh, innovate mm-hmm. on, uh, you know, original, uh, authentic dishes. Yeah. And I love that they do that on this show. Like, it's a taqueria, right? Yeah. But uh, uh, the main the main character, he's trying to kind of like, you know what I mean? Trying he, to bring it into, to the fu- and, into the future. But that's what I love about present. it is you have you have the younger generation trying to get the older generation to understand that things have to change. And I think with the Hispanic, um, the culture, you know, if you grew up, you know, in the earlier decades or whatever, like you were strictly, this is what you believed in, that's it. And so I liked with the storyline is they're really pushing that Things have to change, and this is the reason why they have to change. Yeah. And you have all these other characters. But the characters are awesome. Oh, they're awesome. I love but that's why I that. love them because you're you're showing realistic characters in today's society mm-hmm. that you didn't get to see years ago. And so that's why I loved it was the fact that every single character is different, but like it showcases what you know Hispanics really go through on a daily basis. And yeah. so like that, a hundred percent. Like if you guys haven't seen that show, like. That is Check a show to watch. Like, Get the first season in because the the new seasons, both of those are coming in November. Um, so on my block is in October. Okay, and then and the fight is in November. So like you you like you have a, like a little schedule the next few months. Yeah, there like, you to go. Really watch it. There you go. We're helping you out. <laughs> Your sister Liz is an amazing singer. Mm-hmm. You as well, which yes. you don't like to sing. But, I don't do it. But you don't do it much. But you two have beautiful voices. One of my favorite songs that Liz sings. Is, and your mom's as well, because your mom's a huge yes. Amy Winehouse fan, is Valerie. Mm-hmm. Like, she sings it so smooth, and it's got that smoky voice and that smoothness that is reminiscent of uh, Amy Winehouse. Yeah. That, um, just to me, that's why I connected with the, with the artist even more so. Mm-hmm. You know, for one, I love her. I think she's great. I love her music. Uh, I, I started liking her even more when, um, when Nas... You know, had her on cherry wine. Oh yeah, and I was like, and then your mom was like, "Yeah, Amy, this is the one I've been listening to, to all these years." To, yeah. And then so I started listening to her more and more and more and more, and I was like, "Wow, why, why was I so silly to be sleeping <laughs> on Amy Winehouse? Like, what the hell is wrong like, with me?" I, I, and I, I remember when the day she died, I was so sad. Like, I was so sad. And then I remember when Bruno Mars did, like, this honorable, you know, showcase by singing all these songs for her. I was, like, crying. I was, like, man, this is so sad. But then years later progressed, and they released the Amy documentary. And me and me, my mom watched it, and I didn't know a lot about her. But I knew, obviously, she, she was, you know, sadly um, a drug addict and everything. And she just, it was something that it was really hard for her to kind of get away from. But after watching that film, for one, I didn't know she was best friends with most deaf. Right. That's that's AKA what blew, yeah, that's what blew my mind was the fact that and like most deaf was on this documentary a, a, a good percentage. Yeah, of they were film. really close. Very close. And I'm like, what in the world? How did I not know this? Like, I never seen them together once, mm-hmm. like hanging out, nothing. But like that was her ride and die. Like she would always consult in him every time. Well, that something. was that's the friendship. That, that 
was their true yeah, friendship was that right was, didn't need to be in the spotlight Showcase, for people yeah. to see it. You and know? so, like, but after watching that film, I felt so sad for her because I was like, man, like, this lady, 100%, she really tried to leave that life. But then, like, she had this man who really just, like, he enabled well, he was, it. Yeah, he enabled it. He enabled her. it Because he was an addict time. as well. He was an addict as well, and he enabled her to do it. And I was just, I was so, after watching, I was, I was, of course, I was sad because, like, man, like, this man really enabled her to be this person. But you can tell every single time she tried to get out of that. And it's just, unfortunately, it, you know, that wasn't the role that eventually happened. But her dad, when you know, was watching the documentary. Her dad kind of enabled it as well. Like from what I got, he just wanted money. It seems and I, like. I think I, I, I now honestly, this is what this is really what's the ongoing thing that the yeah, dad really is all about the it's money. It's all about the money because now, so what's happening right now is at the moment there's this production company. Um, they want to make a biopic of Amy Winehouse, which I want to see a biopic. Like oh, oh yeah. my gosh, after the documentary was so good that I was like, this biopic has to kind of be better, like <laughs> or something. But her her dad, Mitch Winehouse. He is administrator of her state, and he does not want this to happen because he says well, because that, he's working on his own. Because he's working on his own, and um, in the UK, they're actually going to start filming here by next year, from what I'm um, I already remember. But he told him like they have no rights of music, nothing like that, so they can't make this film. But one of the reasons why is in this script, they showcase a lot of Mitch Winehouse and kind of his portrayal of being a father towards Amy Winehouse. So he, he doesn't want them so to see the truth. So he just doesn't want, yeah, to see the truth. Well, I get that part, but he, he's also right in the same way. I'm going to play a mm-hmm. devil's advocate. No, but if yeah. they don't have rights, rights to any to of the stuff. Then you can't really do it. Yeah, because then it'll end up being like that uh, Jimi Hendrix movie, which I didn't even watch. And, and I'm bummed because I really love Three Stacks, Under 3000. Yeah. He played them. And I always thought that if there was ever a biopic of mm. Jimi Hendrix, Andre 3000 should play him. It was him. And he did, but they weren't able to use any of Jimi Hendrix's music. Yeah. So what's the point in making a biopic? Or if you a can't mo- incorporate those. The music. Yeah. Like, it's kind of weird, right? Well, then, so just like her dad said, like, no one from the production company reached out to him personally or even to her um, record label, which is Universal. Like, nobody reached out. And so, like, he pretty much said, like, you guys need permission in order to kind of control her image and like like i said like i totally understand agree like if you don't have the rights and there should be no reason why you should be making this film because like yeah you, you can obviously make it like i think with amy winehouse it's it's workable to not avoid her music but i think the music would incorporate why she was this person yeah exactly well because, you, you just need the music without well, you have, without the music yeah. it's just it's not yeah, a music like, for a example rehab like she wrote this song rehab because at the time she was hitting a really like a really big spot of being a drug addict that it was not healthy and people were consistently telling her like you need to go to rehab you need to get better and her dad kept telling her no you don't like if you feel like you can get better and you don't, you don't have to go. And in the song, she says if her dad says that she's fine, she doesn't have to do it. Yeah, which is crazy. Like why? Why would he be like, nah, you're good. Don't, don't worry about. Yeah, like it. don't worry. Like about no, it. he should be like, look, we got to make sure you're all right. Oh yeah. Like well, number one priority is it, make it sure it you're okay. Sense. Yeah, it makes sense if she, she was this barely food. like it was. It would make sense if she was barely going into that drug addiction because it's a little bit easier for her to manage. Like without this guy kind of goes along with the whole, um, you know, the whole dad thing, like with uh, Joe Jackson and yeah. and Selena's dad and all like, that. It's just like it crazy. seems like they were just all about the money. It really was. Like it just felt that way, and it's just like, the, and and obviously, like I think the way with the documentary, they really painted him to be like that, to where he focused on the money rather than he did on his own daughter, and he was he was opportunist. Like yeah. he he knew whatever that moment oh, yeah. was gonna happen, like he was gonna take it, and that's it. And so, but like obviously, like with this production, so they haven't said anything as far as what Mitch has been saying. So I don't know how much of this is a hundred percent true, because for one, they may have already got it, but he just does not 
want it. I'm sure with the biopic that he has with the UK, he's gonna make himself look like this, oh yeah, like like like, like an angel superhero. Yeah. Like yeah. this man did everything for her, and that was it. Exactly. And so well, I mean, obviously, you think it to yourself. If these people are moving forward with this biopic, that's mm-hmm. not the one that he's approved. But you would think they would have some rights to it. They couldn't be that stupid to just well, like make a biopic. Said. That's what he said. He's like, they would be stupid to continue going on with this, knowing that they would be in a lawsuit. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, what? Maybe they're just gonna risk it for the biscuit. Maybe, yeah, maybe they're gonna <laughs> risk it for the biscuit. But I, and in a sense, too, like if they, if I guess devil's advocate right there, if you want to push out the truth, and as something was like Amy Winehouse being, you're such like, an we ain't iconic, trying to make no money. We're just trying to expose you. Yeah, fool. like with the, with her being such an iconic um, individual in the music industry, like. I think, like, knowing me, I, I, if my sister was to, like, be the director, she would push it. She would push it 100%. So it's like, <laughs> you, you don't you don't know, like, you don't know the full truth. And so, like, as of right now, obviously the productions hasn't said any, made any comments if they had rights or anything like that. Um, I do know that one of the screenwriters, which she actually was um, one of the directors for the Amy Winehouse documentary, she mentioned that even with the documentary, there was a lot of things that, like, the dad did not want He's to like, have. nope. And they they actually were able to fight it and include those things because she's like, there's no way you can avoid those. Like the reason why you're building this documentary is to showcase this person in and out, like up until that moment, you know, whatever. Like, so I'm just like, man, like I I would love to see a biopic. But then like I asked myself, I'm like, I don't I don't know who I would see as playing Amy Winehouse. Like, I'm sure they probably will get someone like. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like I I didn't think about that. I was too busy arguing. I'm too busy arguing. I'm like, wait a minute. Who's going to play her? Like, so I I think that'd be really interesting to see because I I think they might just find someone, you know, their first debut is going to be this film. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I think that'd be cool. I mean, just like with the West Side Story, like Maria, she is the upcoming actress. I'm down with that. Yeah. Like, so it's like, I sometimes it's better to find, you know, in a sense, people, like the people you don't know the names of. Instead of oh, yeah. like famous A-listers. That's like, what's up right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's time for those shout-outs. <laughs> and, you know, we got to do this shout-out right here because the reason why we spoke about mm-hmm. Amy Winehouse and the reason why this episode is titled titled uh, Sip and Tea with Amy Winehouse is because Miss Amy Winehouse would have been celebrating a birthday on September the 14th. And uh, unfortunately, we don't have her here in the physical form, but we do have her immortalized forever in music. And the music that she uh, blessed us with is just truly amazing and will live on forever. Oh, yeah. Well, then the opportunity she's she's given other people to be able to have their own style of even White House. It's just like, that's what it's really nice is, you know, unfortunately, you lose a lot of these um, individuals in the music industry who make such a big impact, but they, they continue to make an impact. Oh, yeah, so many great artists that we've lost uh, over these addictions. I mean, um, you got uh, the, the leader or the lead singer of Sublime. You got Jimi Hendrix. You have, uh, gosh, there's so many. There's so many, but like in a sense, like I try not to think of what happened, but more of what they what they did as an individual and what they continue to carry on. That's right. Like a hundred percent. So happy birthday, everyone! House. Happy birthday, girl. We love you. <laughs> and y'all have yourself a wonderful week. Also, shout outs to every single one of you who uh, week after week after week, uh, you know, download our podcast, listen to our podcast, stream it wherever you are from here to the UK uh, to Indonesia. 
to uh, you know where else? literally everywhere, everywhere, all over the world. <laughs> People are tuning into this uh, this podcast, and we love you for that. We thank you. We couldn't thank you enough because we wouldn't continue doing this without you. Yeah. You know? So like we we couldn't be doing this if we really sucked, you guys. So yeah. y'all, y'all really remind us that we good. Yeah. <laughs> we good. Or maybe we're just high, right. and you're like, yeah, let's let's throw up a boat. They're manageable. <laughs> hey, love y'all. Have yourself a wonderful week. Remember, always move forward. The only reason you go back is to reference the lessons you learned. All right. Let's keep it going. 